From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. You're listening to Thai Cats Today, and on today's show, I'll be breaking down the Thai Cats victory over the Ottawa Red Blacks Friday night. And joining me to do that is Coach Sal. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Braden. Uh, good to have you on. A slow start to the first half for the, both teams on offense, but the Ticats and the Red Blacks ultimately had a wild second half, trading blows back and forth. The Ticats come out on top. What did you think of the game and, and just that second half in general? Well, Braden, to me, it was the best effort of the year. You know, every time the Red Blacks uh, took the lead, the Cats answered. Uh, on defense, uh, they won the takeaway battle. They had the interception, that fumble recovery, had a goal line stand, turnover on downs. So all in all, you know, for the short turnaround time that they had, mm -hmm. the only place it seemed to me that it showed up uh, at all was on the defense. It, it was the missed tackles. You know, the Red Blacks uh, running back, Williams, uh, was on fresh legs and the Cat defenders were a half mm -hmm. step slow, but they made up for it with hustle and swarming to the ball. So you know, that's why it brings me back to the idea. I think it was the best effort uh, overall for this year. I 100% I agree. And I think someone who had their best game was Taylor Powell. Finishes the game with 323 passing yards, three touchdown passes. Once again, no interceptions. A great performance by him. Does it look like he's starting to become a true number one here in the CFL? Well, it all starts on offense with the protection. And it was much improved. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and again, Powell was on target. Uh, and his ball placement was excellent. I mean, if you look at that throw that he made to White in the end zone, yeah. that was a perfectly thrown football. And, and when he was forced out of the pocket, Braden, he, he kept his eyes downfield, and he made some great throws uh, that resulted in first down. So I think Powell really grew in this game and, and uh, got a lot better uh, as a quarterback. Yeah, and the person he connected with the most was Tim White. He has 180 yards receiving, two touchdowns. The last few games, he's just been dominant, and it's kind of the Tim White we've known over the last couple of years. But what did you think of his performance? And and it seems like him and Taylor have that connection right now. Like, they just know where each other are, and they're, he's that number one target. Yeah, there's no question that, that White is uh, the main man uh, for this offense. And you saw a couple of corner routes that he ran that were excellent. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, routes, uh, run routes. Again, you know, uh, because Powell had time to wait on him, he was able to make those throws. The other guy that I really think ought to be mentioned is Bayless. Yes. I think Bayless yes. really had, you know, for his first ball game, uh, he had, uh, I believe he had uh, four for 53. Yep. Along those lines. And he would have had uh, another one except for the uh, offensive pass interference where he pushed off at the last second. Yeah. But I really like Bayless. I think he he's a great uh, addition to uh, that offensive scheme. And he's a perfect exa example of that next man up mentality. He's been around the team this whole year. And, and here he is. He gets a shot and he, he makes the most of it. That O-line I thought looked pretty good. That new addition, Jordan Murray stepping in. What did you think of the O-line and the unit in front of Taylor Powell? Well, I, again, I thought they did a great job up front. Now, you know, uh, Butler didn't have a great running game, mm -hmm. but then again, he wasn't called on that many times uh, in the ball game uh, to make the run. But at the same time, the offensive line gave a good pocket 
for uh, Powell. Mm-hmm. And you could see where Powell would escape. And he always escaped to his right-hand side. Come, come up, step up uh, in the pocket, maneuver himself around, and then escape to the right. So I really think the two tackles, uh, Figueroa uh, and Murray, uh, did a great job out on the edges, setting the vertical uh, for Powell. And the three guys inside really set the horizontal mm-hmm. close to the line of scrimmage, which gave Powell that opportunity to step up and squeeze out of there. You mentioned the defense earlier a bit. Simone Lawrence led the defense with eight tackles and short turnaround time. Those guys are going to have those tired legs like anyone else would. But I thought in that second half, they did a decent job at setting up Taylor Powell for for success. And I know the first half was much better for them. But what did you think about that group and especially being led by a guy like Simone, a veteran guy who's been around, gets eight tackles? Well, you know, Simone, uh, being the veteran as you as you describe him, you know, he has to step up in that ball game. And you could see that, you know, the D uh, linebackers in secondary were just a half step off mm-hmm. uh, in certain situations. But again, go back to the idea they swarmed to make the tackle. And Simone had the only sack in the ball game, And I believe yeah. he forced a fumble in mm-hmm. that situation, if I'm not uh, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So Simone did a great job. The other guy is uh, Katz Antonius. Great game, yes. Well, I mean, he had he had an interception. He had a fumble recovery. He played the middle of the field as, as you would expect a free safety to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Leonard got beat one time in the secondary uh, on a long throw, but uh, that's going to happen to a corner when he's isolated out there. So mm-hmm. overall, I, I, I think the defense uh, did the best job they could do under the circumstances. And the goal line stand. In the interior of that line, uh, when you look at, at, at what they had on the interior with Wynn and Sales and, and uh, Laurent, mm-hmm. I mean, they stuffed them three times on the goal line. I, yeah. that That's almost impossible to do. And then go back to Powell. Uh, Powell was able to take them off the goal line with a couple of good first downs. Yep. And they were able to punt the ball and flip the entire field. Uh, in their favor. I think the Red Blacks ended up on their own 22-yard line mm-hmm. uh, after that stop on the goal line. Back to Powell here. Schultz suits up in the game. He's that, that third-string guy, which is a good sign. Not sure where he's at right now, but if he is available for this game coming up against Winnipeg, are you sticking with Powell, or or do you want to see maybe give Schultz a look? No, I, I want <laughs> Powell. Uh, yes. Powell all the way. I, I don't think there's any question in anybody's mind that Powell is an up and coming Mm -hmm. quarterback and he and Milanovic seem to be on the right page and the same page uh, going into the ball games. Now, what I think they have to do is they've got to avoid that one step forward, two steps back. And and I refer to the BC game where they were one forward uh, in that game, one good step forward. But then in the Toronto game, they took two steps back. Now, mm-hmm. you go to the Red Blacks, they take another step forward. And so I think the opportunity is there for them uh, to break that cycle and, and uh, do a great job in the upcoming games, uh, which are very important. Yes. You know, you got Winnipeg for the home uh, field. Uh, this and, and if they win on the home field against Winnipeg, it'll re-energize the fan base. Winnipeg, they've been playing well all season. They've been playing like Winnipeg has been over the last several years, and they have a big week against the Rough Riders, beating them 51-6, to I believe. What does this team need to do to secure a win over such a good team like Winnipeg? 
well, realistically, the next two games will reveal the true character of this team. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that uh, they're going to be a big underdog to Winnipeg and Toronto. But as Andy Fantuz always points out uh, on the pregame show, this is an opportunity. This mm-hmm. is the chance to make uh, a statement and to move forward with that. All the pundits are giving Winnipeg and Toronto the Grey Cup. Yeah. I don't think that's a, a, a foregone conclusion. I agree. I, mean, I think there are teams that any one team can beat another in any given situation. Winnipeg, their offense is good. Their defense is good. But their defense has allowed the least amount of yards in the CFL this season. So what does Taylor Powell, Tim White, that offense need to do to, to maybe get some big yardage plays and, and secure some points against this Winnipeg Blue Bombers team? Well, it's going to be difficult, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the other things that you look at is uh, the Winnipeg offense is so explosive. I mean, they, they throw the deep ball. Catch Antonius might as well get on the goal line and stay back there and <laughs> wait for it because it's coming yeah. uh, down down the pipe. But again, Calaris is uh, a kind of a quarterback that if you can get him surrounded in the pocket, not let him move out of the pocket, he'll take the sack. He'll, yeah. he'll sacrifice himself and take the sack. So realistically, I, I think going against Winnipeg's defense, what Powell has got to do and what Milanovic has got to do is continue to build on what they're doing. They're doing a great job of what they're doing. Get Powell, or excuse me, get Butler more involved in the ballgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I go back to the idea, we didn't throw a screen in that last ballgame. Yeah. And I, I think uh, Winnipeg being the kind of a team they are with those two ends, the Jay boys on the end, Jeff Coat and Jefferson, you know, they they play so well on the on the corners that I think you've got to run screens against those guys and get them off balance a little bit. Coach, as always, it was great having you on the show. I'll see you this Saturday at Tim Hortons Field for a nice four o'clock game against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So once again, thank you, Coach Sal. Well, you're more than welcome, Brayden. See you on uh, Saturday.